Well, we have been talking about uh, two different, really two different things that, of course, relate together, faith and God's word. And um, I encourage you, as I have since we started doing podcasts, to go out and check out our podcast. You can um, find it easily. We've been trying to email and text out the links, um, or you can just open your podcast provider, search for um, Pastor J.T. Clark or Family Worship Center Columbia, and, and you can get the, the sermons right on your phone. And so you can get the last two weeks where we talked about things that steal or stop our faith, and the messages before that where we talked about the importance of God's Word. And so I want to, of course, build on top of that today, but if, if you missed it, this is a kind of a standalone sermon that's going to work real well, okay? So don't feel like you hadn't missed it. You know, if you haven't been here or maybe this is your first time, I promise you'll still be blessed and you'll enjoy it. Uh, just this week, uh, I have an iPhone, and, I, and as you see, I have an iPad. As a matter of fact, I have my phone right here. I wanted to just kind of show it to you. I, I updated my operating system because they came out with a new operating system, and when they did... I had trouble with my Touch ID. Are you familiar with Touch ID? It's, it's your thumbprint or your fingerprint, and when you, when you need to access your phone, your phone has a passcode. How many of you have a smartphone that has a passcode on it? Everybody in the room pretty much. Okay, so we have a phone, we have a passcode, and the passcode or the Touch ID, it, it unlocks the phone. It unlocks the device. Without the passcode, I cannot access the device. Now, if I were to give you my phone, this is an iPhone 8 Plus. It's a nice phone. It's in good condition. It's got a screen protector on it. I could give this phone to any one of you right now. I could give the phone to you. I could let you know, uh, um, uh, you know, hey, this is a great phone. This is where I got it. I have Sprint. You can go. You can sign up for it, all that good stuff. And I can let you know about it. But listen, if, if I were to give you this phone and not give you the passcode, how good would it be? It would be pretty, pretty null and void, as you said, or, or, or as I wrote down, it would be worthless. As, as much as, I don't know what this phone is worth nowadays, but when I bought it, it was, it was a good price. It would be worthless without the passcode. As a matter of fact, if you tried to unlock it and reset it without the passcode, Apple will not let you. The phone would literally be worthless without the passcode. I can't, I can't purchase things. I have um, my payment information on there. I can use it at like Walmart or at certain stores. I can use my phone to pay with my phone. And uh, at, at, at Aldi the other day, I paid with my phone. But I can only do that if I have the passcode and I have Touch ID. So I could give you my phone. You could steal my phone knowing that it has my credit card information on it. And it will be worthless to you because you do not have what? The passcode. You don't have it, so therefore you cannot access it. It is pretty much worthless to you. And so when we start talking about faith and the faith that we have, faith begins where the will of God is known. And so the will of God is like that passcode that unlocks faith. Because faith can, can only start where you understand what God's will is. If you're trying to have faith to believe God for something, Whatever it may be, to believe God that you can get past a problem. To believe God for healing in your body. To believe God for financial increase. Whatever it may be that you're believing God for, you can only do that. And faith can only work if you know what the will of God is. Now let me clarify because a lot of people when you hear the will of God, a lot of people think that that is pertaining to or talking about 
the, the, the plans of God. But there's actually a difference between just the will of God or the general will of God and the plans of God. For instance, if you're, uh, um, how many of you have ever been single before? Come on, y'all. I'm making y'all participate this morning. Say amen. We've been single. We know. All right. Uh, when I was single, there was a point where I got serious in my faith to believe God for a wife. I, I, I wanted a wife. I, I needed a wife. I, I knew that in order for us to do, for me to, to do what God called me to do, to be a pastor, I needed a wife. And I needed a good wife. I needed the right wife. So I began looking in God's word, and there's lots of scripture, especially in Proverbs chapter 31, that talks about the type of woman that God wants for a man. And I began to write all that down. That is the general will of God. That's what I'm talking about. My faith began, truly began, when I got serious in, in, in my knowledge, elaborated to the point that I understood what God wanted for me in a woman. But nowhere in the word of God did it say, Natalie Elena Jewell, who lives in Washington, D.C., right? It, that was not in God's word. It was not in the Bible. I, I got that by the Spirit of God. He led me and guided me to her. I'm talking about the first step. I'm talking about, and I want to help us all get to the point where we've got faith to believe God for whatever direction we need. Whatever, it, what, whether it's a future job, whether, like I said, whether it's financial increase or, or healing in your body, or just, I just need a breakthrough. I just need, there's something that's holding me back or there's something that's keeping me. Whatever it is, I need to know God's word and I need to know his will. Because when I know his will, faith begins. When I know his will, faith begins. I want y'all to say that with me. Say, when I know his will, faith can begin. We got a screen. We're going to put it up so you can read it with me. Say, when you know his will, faith can begin. Say it again. When you know his will, faith. Y'all were a little delayed on that one now. Come on, stay with me. Say, faith can begin. See, it all starts with his word. God cannot lie and he will not lie. So when his word is spoken, then that's where our faith can begin. Because now I know and I can stand on someone, or, or, or he cannot lie. So if he tells me a truth, then I can take that to the bank and cash it in. That means that my faith can stand on the fact of who he is and what he said I am and what he said I can do and what he said he has for me. Amen? I can stand on that. I can bank on that. It doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter what's in front of me. It doesn't matter what my neighbor says. It doesn't matter what my doctor says. It doesn't matter what my best friend says. All that matters is the word and what the word says and what I know God's will is for me. And that's where we get it twisted is we want to believe God and we say we're trusting God. But then when someone says something that sounds real good, we go with that. When it looks real good, I, well, I'll just, I'll just do that. I'll just, I'll just have to make up my own way and try to get from, from A to Z my own way instead of trusting and believing in God. But that's not the way he designed. He said that the just shall live by faith. See, every day you and I have to walk by faith. But how can we really do that if we don't even know God's will for our lives? I mean, how can we really know? Listen, Romans 10, 17, I know I've said it a thousand times over the Last few weeks, we're going to read it again today, and then we're going to go to another scripture. Faith comes how? By hearing the word of God. Faith comes how? By hearing the word of God. 
That's how faith comes. When you hear the Word of God, when the Word of God gets in you, when you hear it taught, when you hear it, uh, when you read it at, at home, when you, when you read it to yourself, when you repeat God's Word at your job, in the doctor's office, out in the street, wherever you are, when you repeat God's Word, when you, when you repeat it to yourself, that actually builds faith. Think about that. However you need to get the Word into you, that's why I'm encouraging you to get these podcasts. Get my pastor's podcast. Get, pod, get, get good, ter, good word, Bible teaching word, and get it in you because it'll build faith. Mark 11, 22, and 25, 22 through 25, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Say that with me. Say, have faith, have faith. in God. See, the, the, another translation of this or another way we can look at this is it says, um, have the God kind of faith. Have the kind of faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. Have faith in God. But have the God kind of faith. Well, what kind of faith is that? Let's go on to verse 23. Check this out. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have Whatever he says. I want y'all to repeat that last line with me. Say, he will have whatever he says. How do you have it? When you say it. How can you say it? You have to first believe it. See, you have to speak to this mountain, be removed, be cast and see, do not doubt in your heart, but believe that the thing you say will be done. Let's look at verse 24 and 25 because this takes it even further. Verse 24, another with me, says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. Here we see it again. When you pray, at that moment, not later. When you pray, when you go to God and you ask him, at that moment, you must believe that you've received it then. That's faith. Wait a second. Are you saying that but before I have it, I have to believe? Yes, believe that you have it at the moment you pray. At that moment, God, I need a miracle. I need a miracle. But see, you need a miracle, but by faith you have to know that you have the miracle. At the moment that you pray, you actually have to believe, and faith tells us that that I have the miracle right then. See, faith is active. How many of y'all have have ever worked out, and and you've gone to the gym? Let me ask this question. (laughs) How many of y'all have signed up for gym membership ever in your life? Okay. How many of y'all have also quit that same membership? Keep your hands raised, right? We all have. I mean, mine lasted um, a few months where I actually went, a few months where I thought about going, and then a few months where I forgot I even had it. And then I looked at my bill and I was like, whoa, 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 I got to cancel this thing because I haven't gone in like two months. See, you don't actually work out if you don't go. You don't, you're not really working out. You're not getting anything from that gym membership unless I show up, unless I put some, some muscle to work. Let me tell you, I got to tell you what happened to me this week. This is really funny. I have been doing, um, uh, I've been a chaplain for the football team uh, at C.A. Johnson High School, and it's been super fun. The kids over there are great. Um, Mr. Timmons, one of the principals, attends our church, uh, he and his family, great family. And so he hooked me up and got me the... Uh, 
a job, so to speak. It's not really a job, but got me the position as the team chaplain. So we've been doing devotions on Thursdays, and I've tried to make them real creative and real innovative. And so I had something in my heart. I wanted to talk about putting in the work. You know, putting in the work. That was my, that was my theme for Thursday. And so on Thursday, I'm driving over there, and I'm like, Lord, I need a visual. I need something that I can, I need an example so it'll drive the point home. Kind of like my iPhone I did with you guys, but I wanted to go even further. I wanted it to be real, real in your face. And so I started thinking about how I haven't worked out and how I haven't put in the work in the gym and how if I were, go, if I were to go to their gym and work out, I probably couldn't lift as much weights as those high school kids. And so I thought that would be great. I'll go in there and I'm going to pretend like I'm going to work out, and then I'm going to joke with them about how I haven't put in the work so I can't do the weights. Well, what happened was is I got there, and the basketball team was in the gym, so I, or in the, in the workout center, and so I couldn't use it. And so I asked the, the football coach, I said, listen, can you just give me two dumbbells? Just give me two, the biggest dumbbells y'all can carry down here. Get me two dumbbells, and, and, and I kind of explained to him what I wanted to do. So he brings the dumbbells. We go to the gym, like a, you're in the basketball gym, and I, and I make my point. I set it up, and, uh, and I ask them how many reps they thought I could do, and they said, 20. I said, yeah, I'm going to do 20 reps because I'm the man. And so they got me all hyped up, and I got down there. Y'all, I'm in, like, boat shoes and polo, and, like, I'm not even, I'm not even prepared. I didn't even stretch. I didn't stretch one bit. I lay down on the bench. They're all hovering over me. Yeah, Pastor JT going to do it. Yeah. And they get the dumbbells up, and they're holding the dumbbells, and they're yelling in my face. Now, I'm hype, y'all. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm going to do 20, man. I'm going to make my point and work, work out. And so I grab the weights, and I'm like, let's go. Now, I'm yelling, yeah, y'all talk to me. And this is, I mean, this thing has escalated quickly. Like, I didn't prepare for this at all. And so, and so they get the weights, and I said, all right, let's go. And they let the weights go, and I, boom, I do one. I'm like, okay, that felt pretty good. I really, I was like, oh, my goodness. I hadn't worked out in at least four years, for at least four years, maybe longer. I'm like, this is good. Boom, two. Boom, three. I'm like, all right. And so they're, now, they're, now they're in it. They're like, yeah, keep going. Now they're all chanting the count with me. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then I got to 11. I started feeling it at 11. I'll be honest with you. I started feeling it. So I started slowing down. 11. 12. I started really slowing down. 13. I started going. I said 14. And now I'm really slowing. And you know, as you got weights like that, as you go slower, it actually makes it harder because you're having resistance on your muscles. I got to 15. And I'm like, bro, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. I was trying to get to 19 and at least say, you know, then I can make my point. All I got was 16, and today I can barely move my arms. Y'all, it was all I could do to lift my arms and worship. I'm telling you, I'm so sore. That was a terrible idea. I should have at least stretched or something, I'm telling you. But I made my point. I told him, you got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. I hadn't put in the work. I couldn't do 20 reps because I hadn't put in the work. So we, we, we can't just go and work out or pretend we're working out if we're not actually doing anything. If I were to be able to do 20 reps or 30 or more, I would have to go and I would have to actually do something. And faith is active. Faith requires you to do something. It's not just about what you believe. It's about what you do with what you believe. It's that I believe it so much that I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to walk by faith. Notice that it says the just 
will we'll live by faith, that we walk by faith and not by sight. If, if, we, were, if we were required to just not have faith, then, then it would have said you just keep walking and God will do it for you. But that's not what it says. It says walk by faith and not by sight. We can't walk by what we see. We have to walk by faith. Well, what does that look like? It looks like you're doing something. It looks like you studying God's word, understanding his will for your life, and then speaking it over your life, confessing it over your life, walking it out in your life. If, if I wanted to, 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 to get a new job, and that's what I was believing God for, number one, I need to know what his word says about it because that's where faith is going to begin, right? So I know that his word tells me that he wants me to increase. As a matter of fact, it says in the Old Testament and the New Te- Testament that, that you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are over and not under, right? And the New Testament says it a little bit different. It says it in a number of different ways, but basically... In the Old and New Testament, there are plenty of scriptures that say that God wants you to increase. God wants you to go higher and higher. Beloved, that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers, right? And then we saw the giving scriptures we've seen. Okay, now I've got God's word. Now I've got a a principle that's not just words on a page, but it's got to become revelation to me that God actually wants me to have this job increase. God actually wants me to not just make paycheck to paycheck and that's it for my life and that's all I'll ever be. God doesn't just want me to to be mediocre. God wants me to be better than mediocre and then better than that and then better than that. See, once I get that revelation, now my faith is working. Now when I realize and they say, okay, in order for you to get that job increase, you've got to go back to school. Before, I probably would have been frustrated with that. I probably would have said, oh, I can't do it. Oh, that's not for me. Oh, the job must not be for me. Oh, well, I don't have that degree. Oh, I don't have that education. Oh, I don't have that certificate. Do y'all see what I'm saying? That's what happens to us is we start walking by what we see instead of walking by faith. But if I start with his will, if I start with the key, if I start with the passcode that unlocks faith to me, now I know, wait a second. I can't believe God that I go into this next level. I can't believe God that, that, that I can't believe for healing. Even though the doctor said I've only got six months to live, whether I get healing in this life or the next one, healing's for me, and I'm going to receive it. You see what I'm saying? That, 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 that word that you receive is the catalyst. If I were to plop you down in the middle of the woods where you had no idea where you were, Never been there before, never seen these woods. It's trees that you are unfamiliar with. You can't see out of the woods. It's just woods everywhere. And you start trying to make your way out of there. You start trying to wander out. You start trying to get out. But everywhere you see is woods. Everything around you is woods. Everything is is just the same. It doesn't make any sense. But then you reach in your pocket and you pull out a map. And that map shows you where you are and how to get out. And that you, if you go to this rock and you turn right and you go. See, now what looked like a mess looks like a path. What used to look like no way out now looks like here's how I get out. And when you have the word of God, see, the Bible says that it will be a light into my path. That it will illuminate. The word of God will illuminate. So if I'm supposed to walk by faith, but I can't see where I'm going because I'm walking by faith, what, 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 what illuminates my walk? The word. What, what lights up my path? The word. 
That's what lights up. That's what shows me, okay, you know what? God actually does want me to do X, Y, and Z. God actually does want me to be a leader. God actually does want me to be better. God does want me to have children, even though the doctor told me I can't. God does, does actually want for me whatever it is. When you know his word, it'll, it'll propel you, it'll put you on the right path. Let's keep going. So we look at this, Mark eleven twenty four. 24. I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe. Everybody say that with me. Say believe. believe. Come on, say believe. believe. Well, how can you believe? What do you believe? You believe the word. Say, I believe, I believe. the word. All right. We're going to say it again, but we're going to put some umph on it. All right? Because y'all got y'all to gotta, y'all gotta wake up a little bit. We got to put some umph on it. Say, I will believe, I believe. his word. And I will speak his word. Come on, say it, say it with some, some, say, I will speak it. <laughs> Y'all sound good. That's great. You have to know what to speak. Because he says here in, in verse 23, you got to speak to the mountain. You cannot speak what you don't know. You can't speak what you don't know. How can you speak to a mountain and tell it where to go unless you know what to speak? You've got to know his word and it's got to tell you what to speak. When you know his will, faith can begin. Let's say it again. When you know his will, faith can begin. I'm going to give you another example because we're talking about speaking, right? And we're talking about um, um, knowing what to say. If I were to end up in a, uh, if, I were, if I were asked, because I'm pretty good at winging things. I can wing it if I want to. And uh, they asked me to go down to the courtroom and represent a defendant. I think I could probably do an okay job, right? I mean, I would go down there and they'd say, listen, I want you to go down there and there's a case, it's case number, and they'd give me the case number, and they'd say, just show up at 3 o'clock, and that's when the trial starts. I've never met the defendant. I've never met the plaintiff. I've never been to the courtroom before. I've never been to law school. I would have no idea what to say. I would be clueless as to what to say. And a lot of times that's what happens to us is we want to know what to say. And we hear pastors say, oh, you got to speak to the mountain. You got to open your mouth and speak. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak. That mountain's going to move. And you don't know what to say. You, you got to have something to say. You got to have words on your lips or it doesn't, it doesn't work. He's not going to speak it for you. God gave faith to you. To us, to me. He gave it to you, and he says, if you'll believe when you speak it, it'll be done. Well, what do I believe? I believe his will. What do I speak? His will. I need to know his will for my life. I need to know what he says I am and who he says I am. Faith is an action. Faith acts. Faith speaks. Faith does. And so whenever God speaks to you, it always lines up with his word. So all you need is the faith of a mustard seed. All you need is a little itsy-bitsy faith. It doesn't matter about your level of faith, although your faith can grow and it'll grow by the word. My point is, is that faith begins where the will of God is known. When you know his will, faith can begin. What is his will? I want to just give you some scriptures. I want to go through this, and I'm going to go through these kind of fast. You might want to write them down if you're taking notes. And I would write down that first thing if you're taking notes, that when you know his will, faith can begin. I would write that down. When you know his will, faith can begin. Then I want you to know, I'm, I just, 
This isn't an all-inclusive list. These are just some of the things that I jotted down as I was inspired by the Lord, that these are things that I know from his word or his will. Okay, and I'm going to give you the scripture to back it up. Number one, I know it's his will and his desire that all be saved. If we look at 1 Timothy 2, 3, and 4. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of our God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. He desires that all men be saved. That means if you're wondering, is it okay for me to believe God for somebody in my life to be saved? For a friend, for a family member, yes it is. And your faith for that begins right here at 2 Timothy 3, or 1 Timothy 2, 3 and 4. That, that God wants all men to be saved. That's where, I, see now I know his will. So where I might have wondered before, can I believe God for that? Yes, you can. Can I believe God for that? Yes, you can. His will is for all of us to be full of the Spirit. Ephesians 5, 17 through 18. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what, what the will of the Lord is. You see that? Grasp what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, it's corruption and stupidity. This is uh, the amplified version that I'm reading. But it says, but be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. I like how it says that in the amplified. Be filled with the Spirit and constantly guided by him. So do, do I need to know whether it's the will of God for, for the Spirit of God to lead me? You know, it's in his word. It, it is his will. So when I, is it okay for me to ask God to, to lead me tomorrow at work? Yes, it is. Is it okay for me? Can I have faith that the Spirit of God will be with me and that I can ask him to fill me up? I can ask him to empower me. I can ask him to speak to me. I can ask him to guide me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, because his word says that it's his will. Understand what the will of the Lord is. Be full of his spirit and constantly guided by him. Is it his will for us to be saved? Yes, it is, or to be healed. Is it his will for us to be healed? Yes, it is, Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we were healed. We were healed at the point where his stripes were bore for us. So I don't have to ask or wonder or, or, or to try to decipher, Lord, is it your will that you heal me of this sickness? Is it your will that I, that I, uh, um, that I don't have this anymore? This, uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yes, it is his will. And yes, your faith can, can get you that healing. You can receive that healing by faith, but you've got to have the faith for it. You've got to believe that God is and that his, his word is true, and you've got to receive that by faith. Well, what if I don't see it right away? Believe it until you see it. Stop trying to focus on seeing it at the beginning. His word says it's true. Believe it. Walk by faith and not by sight. The just shall live by faith. Your life shall be a life of faith. That's what it's supposed to be. Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. We have to have faith. Is it, can I believe for God to heal me? Yes, you can. To be in health, uh, 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Is it, is it God's will for me to prosper? Yes. We looked at Luke 6, 38. Uh, given, it shall be given. You know what God's word says? That he'll meet, I'm just, now I'm just flowing, okay? Y'all just go with me on this one. Uh, um, how about, um, I'll supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory. Is it God's will for my needs to be supplied? Yes, it is. Is it God's will for me to go paycheck to paycheck? No, it is not. Do y'all see the difference? 
So when we have these questions about what can I believe God for, start with his word that's going to reveal to you his will, and then faith can begin right there. Stop searching everywhere else and start in his word and then believe God. Then speak to the mountain. Then get active. Then do something. Then work your faith. Put some feet to your faith and start moving. Beloved, I wish above all things, I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Your soul should be prospering. What does that mean? My mind, my will, and my emotions. He says, that I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Can I believe, God, that I have a sound mind, that I have self-control, that I don't have fear? Yes. God doesn't want you to have fear. That's what his word says. That's his will. And once you realize these things, once you get this inside, then you can work your faith. Then you can start speaking. Then you can start working. Then you can start seeing your life actually line up with his word. If you've been wondering, why don't I see his word in my life? Are you actually believing and walking in faith? Have you actually believed what you've heard or did you just hear it? Because hearing builds faith, but then faith is what receives it. If we were to read Hebrews 11 like we did the last two weeks, and you see all those men and women, those great men and women of faith, by faith, They did this. By faith, they received a miracle. By faith, they crossed the Red Sea. By faith, Sarah had a baby. By faith, Abraham. By faith. It was by faith that they received and and walked in the miracle that was for them. But how did they get the faith to believe? Every one of those instances in Hebrews 11, every one of them, they had a word. God told them he would do something. God told them he would set the captives free. God told Sarah she would have a baby. God told Abraham he would, he would have, have a son. God told them, he gave them a word. That word gave them faith. They used and exercised and walked by faith and saw miracles in their life. As I close, I want to just encourage you. If you are believing God for something, and you should be, You should be believing God for something. You should be believing for miracles. You should be believing for things to happen in your life. And as you do, as you do, as you walk that out in your life, start with discovering what his will is. Start with discovering what his will is. Start with discovering and asking yourself and reading the word and taking not just what I say, but taking it and make it, internalizing it, making it, asking God, let it become revelation to me. Lord, that I see what you see and I see it your way.